0: lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye One oh three point eight. Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd from Lunch With Lloyd. So glad you could make it along to enjoy this podcast. Now, on the show this week, we were talking about school lunches, some good memories and perhaps a few bad memories like mine with Samolina. We had some great stories coming in from our listeners. We also headed out for a wander with Nada and she took us all the way to the fascinating city of Istanbul, where east meets west. Now, guys, if you go and get yourself measured up for a suit, it's usually with a taint measure but now you can actually stand into a 3D scanner and get the perfect bespoke suit from that from 8th Lining. Fascinating conversation about uh, suits there We also checked out things to do at the weekend just for kids, where to take them to keep them entertained and Pop C Live is a brand new pop culture event that's going to be coming to the city and we caught up with Arafat Ali Khan who told us all about what we can expect. Enjoy and do check out the show live of Course, each and every weekday, 11 o'clock on Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Today, we thought we'd get on to the culinary side of, of school.
1: <laughs> culinary, is that what you call yeah, it? The culinary school.
0: side of school and school dinners. Mm. Um, you know, um, in my day, you yeah. all had to queue up yeah. and your dinner lady was kind of um, you know in a little cut out in the wall there and she'd <laughs> yes. put it all on she'd put your fish on and maybe your mashed potato and a few peas and things and off you go and you'd yeah. eat it in the canteen was that your experience as well
1: yeah it was actually like my senior school dinners um one of my favorite dishes you haven't heard of this but it was, if anyone's heard of this, please text me on 4001 because I just love this. <laughs> I'm, I'm craving it right now. It was chocolate concrete cake with bright green <laughs> custard, which is peppermint flavored.
0: <gasps> it turns my stomach, the actual photograph. Maybe it tastes fantastic.
1: It tastes so good. I've, I've never tasted it until, uh, once I've left school, no one ever has made it. I've never seen it in a restaurant. Oh, it's got a chocolate brick. It's like a chocolate brownie, but it's called concrete.
0: Chocolate concrete?
1: Yeah, okay. and bright green custard. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I'll tell you, I've got some pretty bad memories. Um, <laughs> I actually hated at school something called semolina.
1: Ooh, you know I what like semolina is? Like and
0: they used to put this kind of red sauce on top of huh? it as well. And I, it would make me gag. I could not handle semolina. Uh,
1: there's something in common here. Bright green and red.
2: And uh, so red. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had
0: red on semolina. You Maybe had like green the on your cake. Uh, so that was one of my hates. Another one was spinach. I couldn't stand spinach <laughs> in the way that they cooked it at school. Um, I love it now.
1: Yeah, you know. and we used to have this thing. I mean, it was so funny. We used to have this thing called curry. It was so not curry. It was like <laughs> out of a packet. They've added water, and to yeah. make it curry, they added currants. And I was like, "Mom, they're making curry, but it's not curry." It's not real curry. But it curry. was so bad, I actually started liking it. Really? Is that weird?
0: So what? Well, what? Well, it just didn't really taste of. of it curry. didn't because taste good, from your but, household. You know what real curry yeah, is. Yeah,
1: but I don't know. It was just a sweet fake curry <laughs>
0: fake curry <laughs> so guys we're asking you memories of your school dinners maybe you didn't avail of them maybe you took your own little lunchbox to school Let, I've let's got f- of sandwiches find out what was in there yeah I mean we've got lots of listeners from all different corners of the world True. Uh, so what are your memories of your school dinners did you take your own was it like me where a dinner lady as we would call them would slap (laughs) it all on your plate and off you go I don't think there was even a choice I think you just had what was cooked that day
1: I think maybe you had a choice of two I don't know chicken
0: or beef
3: (laughs) we didn't have vegan or vegetarian that's
1: for sure
0: we're going to go to the lines uh Nabila joins us on the show good morning how are you
3: Good morning. I'm fine. How are you?
0: Fantastic. So, Nabila, let's go back to your school days. First of all, tell me where you went to school.
3: I was actually in Edgbaston in Birmingham. Oh. I think Poonam comes from the same wow. place. Oh my wow. goodness. Which which school? King Edward? <laughs> yes, my niece and nephew are there. <laughs> Fantastic.
0: I think I'll just leave you two to it then. We shall need to, I like, Yeah, I,
3: we, yeah I, we need to I, find I, out about Yeah, this. Need,
0: uh, no, what kind? Of, what was it an ice school? Was it I a big
3: absolutely love school dinners i look forward to it every single day me
0: too yeah all right then so tell me about your experience of school dinners
3: i think my favorite were i remember the homemade burgers which were they had lots of little uh, onions inside yeah and um and definitely the desserts i look forward to the desserts every day was something new it was either strawberry custard or vanilla custard, wow. or as you said, even the green custard. There's all different types of custard. That's a posh school, by custard. the way. I'm just telling you right now, Mark.
1: <laughs> Is it
0: really? <laughs>
3: yes. Strawberry yeah. custard, vanilla custard. I would pay anything to go back to that.
1: <laughs> really,
0: you'd like to go back to your school days? Do
3: you know what? In a
1: bit, I'm Those going back. Dinners. I'm going back home to Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> next week, so I, I might gatecrash with my nephew wow. and niece
3: for school dinners.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see if you can get yourself an apple <laughs> crumble. <laughs> and how was it dished out? Did you all have to line up? Uh, you know how? Yeah. how did you-
3: Yeah, that was the best part because you were always looking ahead to see what was on the special today. (laughs) She's so right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Great times. And, um, you know, did this um, food, these uh, lunches, uh, fuel fuel you to become a good uh, scholar? Did you get lots of qualifications, Nabila?
3: I bought my GCSEs and went on to A-level, so thankfully, yes.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> what are you now? Nabila, what are you now? What do you do?
3: Well, I'm a stay-at-home mum, but I was previously uh, working at the British Embassy. Oh, wow. Manager, oh. Trading investment.
0: That's nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Not
3: too bad. Yeah. Are you missing Birmingham? <laughs> I do. I miss the UK so much. Oh. I just can't wait to go back again.
0: Funny, I, I mean, I spot the, the Birmingham accent in New Poonam, but I don't spot it in Nabila. she went
3: to a posh school. Really? <laughs> she she will. Understand. Understand.
1: <laughs> when I meet
0: another brummie, it comes out. Does it really? Mm. Mm. Right.
3: Oh, you're so right. It really does come out. mean five people spot it, which is quite funny. <laughs> and and, and it obviously has to be a breast.
0: But yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think you should. <laughs> I think you should put together some um, apple crumble and strawberry custard today, then, and remember the oh, good I old wish. days. <laughs>
4: I wish I had
0: the recipe. <laughs> we're talking memories of school dinners on the show today. And uh, one of Alison's saying, my school in Nottingham had fish fingers and broccoli. Hated the broccoli, so I ate about eight fish fingers <laughs> instead. What I do you had make of fish that? fish
1: fingers for ages. Me
0: too, yeah. I'm going to have
1: some next could week. be on we the menu me
0: tonight. And, and also, thank you, Claire. Uh, school lunches, um, hot lunches were not done in Australia. That's interesting, isn't oh. it? Uh, Vegemite sand. Which apple juice, a box and a cheese stick. That's all you got. Oh, yeah, Nothing hot. I don't think a lot of countries
1: had hot food. It, you know, it's changed a lot now.
0: Yeah. Um, Eva, my mum would pack uh, me homemade flapjacks and me and my friends would eat so much that we used to miss our school dinners most days. I don't know what flapjacks are. I must uh, do a little bit of research on that. And also Ella messaging in, I remember having cornflake and jam tart for dessert at school. Thanks for that. Oh, Milani as well said her favourite school meal was chicken sopas. Uh, that's from the Far East, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, chicken with soupy noodles. Yes. Um, spicy and non- I don't think that's spicy. No, non-spicy for that one. Uh, have you got some insight? I know
1: exactly what flapjacks Flat jacks are. Flapjacks are. OK, I go was on. addicted to them and they're made out of oats and they're very healthy unless you add like loads of like honey and jam and stuff they're amazing
0: what does it look like a flapjack it's
1: like you must know what they're like they sell them in the cafes and <laughs> okay. in the little bars i'm gonna buy you one today
0: all right a flapjack is what i'm going to be having for lunch by the sounds <laughs> of it today we're going to go to the telephone lines that susan joins us on the phone good afternoon susan how are you doing
4: good afternoon mark i'm good thank you and yourself
0: very good so first of all tell us where you went to school susan
4: and um, it was in Preston, which is uh, Lancashire, England.
0: Yeah, that's not far from where I'm from, from uh, from Manchester. So, uh, Preston. Oh,
4: it's not far. No. Yeah,
0: Preston school lunches. Um, what are your memories? What were you served up on a daily basis, Susan?
4: Well, most of the times there was lovely dishes. We did have days when there was a bit rotten, but most (laughs) days it was good. And I I particularly remember loving the dumplings at school, (gasps) school dumplings, Dumplings. which was served with mashed potatoes, sausage, onion gravy and veg. um, And uh, particularly, Love the jam roly-poly with custard. <laughs> well, Susan, can you stop there right now? You were
0: well fed, weren't you, eh?
4: <sighs> we was, yes, when I think about it now. <laughs> I mean, very
0: much comfort food to keep you nice and warm in, in uh, you know, I'm guessing if the with, cold uh, weather. Yes. Uh, one yes. thing that you've put on your message that I absolutely hated is Swedes.
4: Oh. oh, I love sweets and carrots together, yeah. yeah,grav on the top, not. lovely right. yeah, very nice,
0: so um, happy yeah. I can't stand <laughs> What was the name of the school then uh, Susan
4: um, it was William Temple High School,
0: okay, and you enjoyed it. You were happy there with all that yes, food,
4: yes. <laughs> <laughs> With all that food,
0: you
1: couldn't go wrong, really, couldn't
4: you? <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: it was delicious. It still roll- pretty good, actually.
1: Jamroly-poly-poonam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you know where we should have done this show? In a school canteen today. Yeah,
0: we should. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that'd be interesting. We need somebody to call in that's actually, you know, um, got some kids at school or maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody or at school at the lunch break. Let's just
1: <laughs> ask any teachers out there, can me and Mark come for school dinners tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you want to come, Susan, as well?
1: <laughs> I'd love to, yeah. it's <laughs> that happy memories of lovely dishes.
4: Yeah.
0: Susan, thanks <laughs> like so much said, for your call. Had in years. Yeah, you're
4: welcome. Have a brilliant lunch. (laughs) Have a brilliant
0: lunch and uh, maybe squeeze in some of that jam roly poly. Thanks, Anna, for your message. Way back in the day in Bombay, we had an hour for lunch and lived a quick 15 minutes walk from our school. So there were no lunch packs, but a quick dash home and back for our meals. Usually it was rice, a different curry, and vegetables every day. And after every single meal, we always had a banana. Why not? And uh, if only I could turn back time, I would love to go back to that era in a flash. This is Dubai
1: I 103.8.
0: You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Next, we are heading on an adventure with Nada. It's a real pleasure to welcome uh, Nada uh, Badram once again onto the show from Wonder. with Nada. How are you?
5: I'm doing great. How
0: are you? Very good. And uh, joining is, of course, on Microsoft Teams as well so that we can see her. Now, I believe you've been off wandering around the streets of a very historic city. Is that right?
5: I have. I've just gotten back from Istanbul.
0: Istanbul. Um, great city. I've been lucky enough to go there myself. So full of history and art and culture. So what made you decide um, to choose Istanbul to go on your travels?
5: Well, I, you know, was kind of, I guess, just itching to travel for a while um, and then just started looking up cities uh, that were reasonably close. I didn't want to go too far. And of course, looked up like all the COVID rules, regulations and requirements. Um, And I found that Istanbul was sort of the easiest of the lot. So I managed to just sort out all I needed to beforehand and Mm -hmm. just got on a flight.
0: Nice. I mean, it's where East meets West, isn't it? It's such a fascinating city. Europe meets, um, you know, the Middle East in, in uh, Istanbul. And as I said, it's full of history. So what were some of the things that you explored walking around the streets of the city?
5: Sure. So first, I'll maybe just even tell you a little bit about the the whole flight experience. So um, to actually go to Istanbul, um, there are a few requirements. Um, So passengers actually do need to complete a form, uh, which is online. It's just an entry to Turkey form. Uh, And what it does is it generates like a code called the uh, HES code, and you need to actually present this in many places around the city. So it's actually required by your airline, it's required by the hotel, uh, and a few attractions and museums to enter. So this is just something that's worth noting because a lot of people um, simply, I guess, forget uh, or may not see it as a requirement. So you do need to have that before going. Um, And then, of course, you need to have the the either PCR test or the vaccination just before going in as well. So for vaccinated passengers, you can actually present your vaccination certificate or card if you've completed both doses. So I just showed the card, but I also did a PCR test just in case, um, wanted to be on the safe side. And it was just it was easy to get in using both.
0: Okay, um, so uh, those were the requirements to actually uh, enter the country. So, um, where did you stay, and what did you get up to whilst you was there?
5: So, I did stay in the European side of Istanbul. Um, so, it was this up and coming sort of district, um, very central. It wasn't, you know, a place that was super crowded as well. Um, I think a lot of people generally flock to the Taksim Square. Uh, But I kind of wanted to stay away from the crowd. So I found that to be also like a good midpoint between the Taksim area uh, and then the Sultanahmet area where a lot of the museums and the historical sites are. Um, So the hotel was a beautiful hotel, kind of like a boutique uh, space, uh, woodwork everywhere, really, really pretty. Um, And... You know, as soon as I had like checked in, I just like got up and started walking. <laughs> um, you know Istanbul is a very walkable city in most parts, yeah um and depending on your stamina, there is a lot of uphill walking um so you kind of will discover most of it by foot uh, but of course, if you need to get a little further, then you might want to then um you know hop onto a bus, a tram, a ferry. Uh, The really cool thing is, yes, uh, the fact that Istanbul is the world's only metropolis city that's actually divided between two continents. Right. So it's separated by the Bosphorus Strait. Um, So there are two crossing bridges that you can use to drive between the two continents. But there is always, always heavy traffic. So to solve the problem, they actually built an undersea railway tunnel uh, under the Bosphorus Strait. And that's called the Marmorai. And it connects the two continents by rail in just under five minutes.
0: Wow, that's uh, incredible. That that was definitely not there when I went. But um, um, there's a lot of palaces as well. One that you visited, um, Topkapi Palace. Tell me a, a little bit about that.
5: Yeah, so the Topkapi Palace is just a beautiful attraction. Um, it was actually ordered to be built by Mehmet the Conqueror. Um, and he ordered it uh, to be built just after he had conquered Constantinople from yeah. the Byzantine Empire yeah. and at the age of 20. So it actually became the home of the Ottoman sultans and their court for nearly 400 years of their like 600-year reign. Um, so it's really just like a fantastic glimpse into the lives of the sultans in the palace. Uh, you know, almost 4000 people lived in it. So it's, it's a really big space. Um, just really cool to see you get to see also a lot of the gifts that were given by other, uh, you know, uh, royal families and other sort of monarchs around the world. Uh, really, really nice to, to discover.
0: All right. Um, what about the actual cuisine in, um, in in Istanbul? As as we've said before, you know, East meets West there. What did you make uh, of the local food and local dishes?
5: So, in terms of the food, okay. So, of course, everyone knows like Istanbul is known for the kebabs and like a lot of the 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 meat dishes are fana- you know fantastic, delicious. But I actually found a lot of unusual things uh, that I actually did eat as well. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you first about a burger, um, which was very interestingly called a wet burger. So the, the, the name alone piqued like, my curiosity. <laughs> um, and this wor- wet burger was like created by a family, and their secret was a special sauce, uh, the recipe of which is guarded. Yeah. Um, and it's poured onto the bread and the meat, pretty much soaking it. Um, And then what they do is they put those burgers in like a steam chamber, uh, like a Turkish hammam, I call it. Uh, And there are no extras in the bun. It's just like the the meat, uh, the bread and then the sauce. So no cheese, no lettuce, no pickles, nothing like that. And as soggy as it looks, it was actually surprisingly delicious, I have to say.
0: (laughs) A a soggy wet burger. Um, What's this chicken breast pudding dessert? What's that all about?
5: Oh, my God. So, that was also very interesting, right? So, I'm looking at the dessert menu in one of the restaurants, and I came across, like, something called tavuk um, gurusu. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but um, it struck me really as odd because tavuk kind of sounds like tavuk, you know, like chicken tavuk, which we have here quite often. So I straight up, like, was about to call the waiter and, like, to correct them and just say, guys, I think you've misplaced this, right? Um, but then I see the English translation, and it says chicken breast pudding dessert, right? So it actually contains shredded white chicken. Um, and believe it or not, you can hardly taste the chicken. Like, it's it's very, very um, sort of negligible in terms of mm. a taste. Yeah. All you taste is the sweet, milky, uh, full-bodied pudding uh, that's got like a hint of cinnamon. Um, really delicious. A lot of people apparently flock there um, you know, during tea time into many of the restaurants that serve it. And they just have it with Turkish coffee or tea.
0: Okay, uh, an unusual dessert. I've not heard of uh, a chicken presses dessert before, but uh, (laughs) if you say it was good, I'll go with that. Now, of course, shopping is a massive thing to be doing, especially in uh, the bazaars um, in Istanbul. So did you get to, to buy any souvenirs?
5: I did. So I did venture off to the, the Grand Bazaar and the Spice Bazaar. Um, so the Grand Bazaar is this like labyrinth of narrow uh, covered lanes and they're yeah. filled with thousands of shop and they sell everything. I mean, jewelry, antiques, clothing. Um, you have souvenirs, of course, and much more. Uh, The marketplace is also historical. Like, it was actually built in the 15th century. Mm. Um, And so if you do go, like, undeterred by the crowds, you can get your hands on some pretty cool items um, and great deals at a fraction of the price if you know how to haggle. Uh, So that was definitely a nice place to stop by. I managed just to get, like, a few um, coasters and a couple of lamps. Uh, The Spice Bazaar, on the other hand, um, was different. Of course, this is food-focused, also built in the 1660s, and it's actually known as the Egyptian Bazaar. Um, the market is just filled like with things. So you're distracted as soon as you walk in by the scent of like exotic spices. There's such a rich blend of colors. Um, they have like a variety of you know spices, dried fruits. You also have things like dates, nuts, um, cheeses,
0: mm-hmm.
5: and of course, endless amounts of Turkish delight.
0: Yeah, Turkish delight. I'd forgotten all about that. There's also a lot of these um, kind of this jewelry uh, with the eye, isn't there? That's quite famous as as well. um, A lot of people come back as a souvenir with from Istanbul.
5: They do. So that's like the evil eye. Um, It's a symbol that is... Pretty much everywhere you go, it's on street, like um, art. You find it in uh, shops being sold as souvenirs as well. A lot of people wear them on their necks or bracelets. Um, the idea behind it is that it's not actually the evil eye itself, but it's po- supposed to ward off the evil eye. Right. Um, so if people sort of uh, see you having you know, something uh, that they might be a little jealous of, the idea is <laughs> that this protects you from them. Uh, So a lot of people do believe in this and just kind of wear it, um, I guess, kind of casually or keep it in their cars as well.
0: Uh, It sounds like you had a lot of fun, Nada. I mean, what's the flight time from uh, the UAE uh, down to Istanbul?
5: So it was just a little over four hours. um, And then on the way back, just almost like three and a half. Uh, Very quick flight, like I said, um, easy to, to get to as a place. And I am w- proud to say I actually did not get into like a single taxi the entire time I was there. Um, I just kind of bought the the there's a card that you can buy for public transport. and I just hopped on from one train to tram to bus um, yeah. just getting around the city. Yeah. It is so easy to get around. I can't stress this enough. and it's, it's very clean. Um, the, the timings are all kind of available online easily. You'll find them on the web, on you know Google Maps. So it was a really easy city to get around, and I definitely look forward to going back again.
0: And in terms of affordability, um, did it break the bank or was it uh, quite reasonable?
5: Oh my God, super affordable. Like I was, you know, dining, I would say, at, you know, really nice places for a fraction of the prices that you see in other places around the world. Um, they definitely uh, have a lot of, for instance, local ingredients, right? So a lot of the food that they serve is local, and so you really find, you know, bargain deals in yeah. many places. Um, so yeah, definitely did not break the bank. In fact, I feel like I saved money, if anything. <laughs>
0: Fantastic, Nada. Well, thanks for uh, painting that picture of um, uh, the streets of uh, Istanbul, the fantastic bazaars and uh, the palaces as well. That's wonder with Nada. If we want to follow you, uh, Nada, and find out what's going on um, with your tours here in the UAE, where do we need to head to?
5: Wanderwithnada.com and at Wanderwithnada on social media.
0: Brilliant. Uh, That's once again Nada Badram talking a little bit of travel on the show. This is Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Every man, including me, I can tell you, loves a nice, tailored suit. But one company is taking its measurement skills Into the future, eighth lining of the only bespoke, made-to-measure tailoring company in Dubai, who are literally revolutionising the way that clothes are measured. And joining me now is the director of operations, Joseph Smith. Good afternoon, Joseph. How are you, sir? Hey,
6: how is it going today? Everything all right?
0: Yeah, fantastic. So this sounds right up my alley. I love a a, a really cool suit. So I I hear now that you're kind of not just taking the measurements manually, but um, you're doing it another way. So just explain it to joseph
6: yeah that's correct we're actually using uh, new revolutionary technology um along with traditional means of tailoring to kind of bring it into the 21st century yeah nowadays you know instead of just getting that uh, measuring tape out and just measuring you which is very time consuming yeah now we're able to put you in one of our little body scan rooms and we're able to take over 200 body measurements literally within
0: one day. <laughs> so that sounds amazing. So you actually step into this thing, do you? You Walk into it, and and it does its, you know, all its calculations.
6: Yeah, exactly. We have uh, it, it's a little room that you just pop yourself into. We have 24 cameras, yeah. and as I said, just really within the blink of an eye, you get all these lights, and then about 10, 15 seconds later, we get this lovely little render of you, and we're able to see all your different measurements. Isn't that fantastic? I, um, I mean.
1: Joseph, I love wearing kind of men's suit clothing, you know, the kind of things mm. that the girls wear. Can I get one? Can women come in and get one?
6: Well, it's actually something we're working on. Right at the moment, the answer is no. Why? But if you bear with it, bear with it <laughs> it's just a little bit different from men and we're just learning that technique just now. But you know what? Give us three months and you'll be able to come in no bother.
1: But are you saying the machine doesn't recognise a female measurement? or is No. It, you?
6: <laughs> no. The, the, the machine definitely recognises a female measurement. Um, but what it is is that, that men's shapes and women's shapes are two totally different things. Yeah. So mm. there's a little bit of um, design elements which we need to just take into consideration. But as I said, it's something we're working on. We have done some prototypes, which have turned out very, very well.
1: Well, I can be your guinea pig any time, just let me know. Of course you can, you can pop in any (laughs) time you want.
0: So, I mean, what have your customers made of this? You know, they're expecting to walk in to get their bespoke suit at eighth lining, expecting a guy with his tape measure, you know, across the shoulders, and how long are your cuffs and all this kind of thing, and you put them in a room. How's it uh, been received?
6: It's been really well received. I mean, it's one of the points where it really differentiates us from the rest of the competition. Um, not only is it like um, something which is, you know, quite nice and shiny and brand new, it's also incredibly practical as well. So, you know, it's quick. Know. Um, it's very, very accurate. We measure down to one of a centimetre. And another benefit is that at the end of it, you get your suit made for you, and then that's pretty much it. You don't need to come in and do fitting upon fitting upon fitting, which saves you time, saves you effort, mm.
0: saves you money. It's a fantastic piece of kit. It sounds brilliant, doesn't it? And, I, I think yeah. it helped
1: me in my social life. I can call you, Joseph, and say I'm looking for a six-foot man with this size chest. <laughs> can you send me the details? <laughs> I,
0: I mean, is, is there anything that it can't do that your traditional tape measure can well, the one thing
6: which we actually merge both this technology and then a little bit of the tradition. So what it doesn't tell me is it doesn't tell me how you like to actually wear a suit. So, for example, um, if you like to wear your um, trousers very, very slim, or mm. maybe you like to wear them high up on the ankle, which you can see is quite mm. popular nowadays. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but a lot of people <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, So the, the, the machine doesn't tell me that. That's where that human element comes back into play and that's where we ask our customers, you know, where do you want the trouser to sit? How long do you want the sleeve? How slim do you want it? These kind of things.
0: What would you say makes the perfect suit? You know, if, if oh. I walk into your shop and, I mean, do, do you look at the at the body shape, at the guy, at the, the hairstyle? I don't know. And think this kind of a suit would work definitely for him.
6: I, absolutely. Absolutely. The first question we always ask is, what is the suit for? It's very, very important that we find out what it is. Um, what is it, it's going to be built for, whether it's a ceremony, whether it's just business, maybe yeah. a casual suit, whatever it may be. So that's a very important question that we ask them. And really, it's just kind of, for for me, you can spend a fortune on a beautiful suit um, with an amazing fabric, but if it doesn't fit you right, <laughs> yeah. then you have an issue. Yeah. I would far rather have a very cheap fabric, but it fits me amazing. Rather than a very expensive fabric, but it doesn't fit me well at all. So, it is always going to win.
1: You're going to have an answer for this because we're living in Dubai, but what has been the most extravagant suit someone has asked for?
6: Ooh, that is a very good question. I mean, there's been a few different things. We've actually had a customer just the other day where they wanted to have a custom print on not only on the inside, which is something which we do, hmm. but also on the outside of the suit. So this is something which we're researching for him just now. It's something which is a little bit more tricky. Um, And there's only certain fabrics which you can use on the actual um, shell of the suit. So we're, we're, we're going to be exploring it, but it will be a decent price. Um, but it'll be a good project as well for us to do
0: and do you also advise as well as the suit the right tie the right shirt and the perfect shoes to go with the ensemble yeah,
6: yeah absolutely absolutely and um, within the, the the boutique we're starting to add in additional categories we have a made to um, order footwear which is really fantastic uh, we've just launched our tie range which is something which is really really um it, it ties it ties in no pun intended
0: but you should be on the radio
6: ties with, <laughs> it ties in with the collections which we offer as well so it's something which we know our customers and we know what they would like and our tie range reflects that as well
0: so uh the big question is where can we find you and um you know take a look uh-huh. at this fantastic machine and yeah, <laughs> it yeah, like we'll stepping into the tardis won't it
6: you know, it's not a million miles away from that, exactly. <laughs> um, we're uh, located over in business space, so we're at the Millennium Atrial Hotel, just on Marassi Drive. Um, there's loads of parking, which is great, and we're just at the, the roadside, so you can pop in. Um, we're open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, except on a Friday when we start at 2.
0: And we can find you online as well, uh, Joseph?
6: Of course, yeah, 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 www8 com and then just our normal socials as well, Instagram and Facebook.
1: So we've just had a text in actually, Joseph, and someone said, Hmm. how do you handle suits when your body keeps changing every few months? Um, Is that an issue? Like, you know, people's body doesn't stay exactly the same. So do you have to keep coming in?
6: No, exactly. Um, Well, what we we offer... If you purchase something from us, then we will always alter that. Now, it's obviously within reason. If you put on, you know, 10 or 15 kgs, I'm afraid you're going to have to get a new suit. But if you stay within that kind of 2, 3 kgs range, we can help you out for sure. And that's something which is, again, a nice little uh, distance.
0: We shall bear that in mind uh, when uh, we're off for uh, lots of fancy dinners and, uh, and lunches. Joseph, loved having a chat with you. That's Joseph from 8th Lining. You can find them over in Business Bay. And uh, check out their 3D scanner, the perfect way to get measured up for a fantastic suit.
1: This is Dubai Eye
0: 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. We're looking at things to do with the kids at the weekend as we normally do on a Wednesday with Karim from Kids App. Good afternoon, Karim. How are you?
2: Hi, Mark. I'm great. Welcome back. How are you?
0: Uh, Very, very good, thank you. And it's nice to be back in the hot seat. Um, So, um, this weekend, what uh, have you got lined up for the kids? well
2: first before we go into that I think you went somewhere really interesting and I'd love to hear
0: about it yes I did and I'll tell you the reason why I went somewhere interesting pretty much every day my granddaughter will come to me when I'm on my iPad and said I want to see the penguin video now this was a few years ago um, when I went um, as part of the job to interview uh, some people regarding penguins and it was breakfast with the penguins and uh, there was a video so she wants to watch this video every day so whilst I had a couple of weeks off I thought I'll take her for a penguin encounter and she'll never forget it and uh, my goodness she's never stopped talking about it since we went over to the dubai aquarium where you can uh, have a, pe- a penguin encounter but a lot more as well let me tell you you certainly learn a lot about these uh, fantastic creatures beautiful creatures and um uh, you know the conservation uh, that's going on over at dubai aquarium and it really is um a very close encounter i mean you're, you're kind of a couple of feet away from uh, from a penguin or two, um, and it was great. You can get your photograph as a souvenir, and uh, everyone is happy. But not only that, um, Karen, the penguins, um, Kind of, you can go down below where the penguins are to um, where the crocs are, the big crocs, and um, oh that is another. Uh, and I happen to be there at feeding time as well for, for the crocs, and they love Dar- a Dar- bit of chicken.
1: There are crocs
0: there? There are. Uh, what? Big crocs, I let me tell that. you. And um, it was feeding time for the crocs, so uh, you can you know watch them devour a chicken or two. Also, lots of wonderful uh, aquatic fish to go along and see. All kinds of creatures. And I, I couldn't believe there's also a nighttime area. We can see um, a lot of creatures that live here in the UAE at night. Mm. There's, the, there's fruit bats and all this kinds must of different be new. things. I haven't seen that yeah, um really is um, a good day to spend, oh, I don't know, two, three hours in there. Fantastic.
2: Great. So I think, uh, you know, I've only ever taken my kids to the basic package, which, of course, you can get on Kids App. But also we have something that includes all of those incredible experiences you're talking about. I think I might do it, actually. Includes that underwater zoo you're talking about, the tunnel, behind, it, behind the scenes tour where you learn mm. the penguin cove. Also, the glass bo- uh, glass boat tour is included in that, fish feeding and some vouchers for retail and food, I mean, did you do the glass boat I
0: didn't. That's, that's something I, I didn't do, um, that we stayed on foot, <laughs> you know, uh, sailing um, around the Crocs. I thought, I'll give that one a miss if you don't mind. But no, it, it really is. I saw a lot of families enjoying themselves um, on that little sail. But it really is well worth a look. And uh, there's so much behind the scenes that you didn't know was there, Karen.
2: Okay, well, great. So, guys, if you are interested in this, we do have the basic ticket on offer, but we also have a discount on basically everything they have over at the aquarium, which is a ton of stuff you've just heard about. 30% off. You can go for 169 dirham instead of 199. Um, If you buy the ultimate experience with everything and you get for two people, it's also 30% off. So, check the prices on the app. Um, That's for Dubai Aquarium. So, the next place I want to take you, Mark, this weekend... Yeah. is something new that's just popped up over in La Mer now that the weather is nice. yeah, They've got this splash fest over there. Um, basically, water slides and a small pool, like a pop-up pool that's been built for the kids to enjoy maybe after lunch over there. And now that the weather is nice, I think it's a great place to go. They're charging 50 dirhams for it. It's open daily, um, and it's from 4, uh, 4 p.m. until 10 p.m., so obviously when the weather is a bit better.
0: Okay, so a nice thing to do at the afternoon then. Is it, is it literally on the beach uh, at Le Maire?
2: I mean, it's in that walk area which is next to all the restaurants. And, and
0: okay, the right. Okay, so that's something new Splash Fest at Le Maire. Um, what's Kids Jungle all about?
2: So Kids Jungle is a small uh, play area, a new one. I thought I'd include it since we just got an offer there and I'm not sure if uh, we've mentioned a lot about it before. It's, it's a nice play area that's very animal themed with slides and everything. And the kids can enjoy, you know, role-playing as animals there. It's basically 30% off with us. If you book through the app, sorry, that's 20% off. They have face painting, play. Um, they can give you also birthdays now, you know. I don't know if you've heard, yeah. but actually birthdays with some, you know, restrictions are now finally allowed in Dubai. So everybody's really happy. So that's a good place to start. Uh, the entry ticket is 54 And the birthdays for 10 children were selling for 1000 which is discounted from the normal price of twelve fifty.
0: Okay, that's uh, kid jungle. Um, you've got some family workouts at home. What, what's what's this about? Okay, I've given up. The whole
2: summer I was planning to go to the gym and run, and I <laughs> yeah. had big plans. Didn't and happen. On that. Yeah, so I asked the team, you know what? Go out there, guys, and find me something we can do at home with the kids. And I don't know if you've heard of Les Mills. They're one of the really famous kind of exercise programs you can. You can do with weights or without weights. They give you a lot of options. So now there's obviously like a lot of spaces. They have really great online videos and an online program. And they can actually give you kind of training courses and everything that you can do with your kids. Uh, So cardio workouts, dance workouts, yoga and flexibility. And they make room. So if you have exercise weights, you know, if you have a small uh, machines at home, you can use them. Or they also have programs without weights. So what we have for these guys is one month free. So uh, that's great if you feel like you really want to get back into fitness after a long summer and maybe your kids want to take part to make it a bit more fun. I think that's a good, good thing and you can book right through the app for that.
0: And the big question is, has it got you in shape, Karim, doing that? Uh, well, you know. I don't think he's even started,
2: I can tell. He's like, uh... I'll let you know next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: All right, we've got one more place uh, to visit for uh, our kids this weekend and it's the Emirates Park Resort.
2: No secret, everybody now knows I love this place. I think it's a great time to go. I would go for the day pass right now because you get to use the pool, the restaurant, the rooms. What I like, and you have access to the zoo. One of the nice things about the resort is it overlooks a private part of the zoo. So you get to see some of the animals in a way that a lot of the other visitors won't see. So it's a nice way to spend the day with the kids. We're also actually getting really good staycation offers for September. We're getting about 30-35% off. The prices are yet to be released, as you know, like hotels always change the prices. But, you know, stay tuned today. The prices for that are also coming in the app. One of my favorite places in the UAE, it's over in Abu Dhabi, bookable through KIDZAP. K-I-D-Z-A-P-P.
0: Brilliant. Well, um, we wish you luck this week. We're going to ask you again about the Les Mills family workout, Karim. And uh, once again, Karim from Kids Act with uh, some fantastic ideas of things to keep the kids uh, entertained this weekend. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. Yeah, welcome back uh, to the show, Lunch with Lloyd through 2 o'clock. And I think I might be interviewing Spider-Man next. I (laughs) I know, we're looking at
1: Microsoft (laughs) Teams and our next guest and I said to Mark, do you know Do you know our guest? And he I said, Do you know him? He goes who? Spider Man (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> now there's a brand new pop culture festival going to be taking place it's called POPC Live uh, apparently it's going to be the biggest celebration of pop culture gaming and esports that the region has ever seen and we've got the CEO of Wave Rider Entertainment Arafat Ali Khan joining us on the show good afternoon Arafat how are you hello Mark good to see you again uh, and a pleasure to see Spider-Man back with you as well
7: yeah thanks
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell me all about this? I mean, you've been involved in a lot of events, um, famously the Middle East uh, Film and Comic Con. Where did the idea for this new one, um, POPC Live, come from?
7: So, Pop C, that's, that's Pop-C. what we're calling it. It's okay. Pop C. It's, you know, the, the C is pop culture, it's content, it's create, it's community, you know, and that's what it's really all about. It's about community, it's about the experience, and we. We wanna bring the the, the the community back together, you know. I mean over the, the last decade I've I've felt the passion, I've felt the love that people have for everything pop culture and we were like, you know what? It's time, it's time for something yeah. bigger, better, something special and you know, people love Comic Con, people love music. People love gaming and esports, yep. and then there's all of our wonderful influencers and creators, you know, all over the region and the world that have millions and millions of followers as well. So we were like, "Hold on, why don't just put, put it all together, together and, <laughs> and make it this mega, mega pop culture festival?" So that that was the the, the idea.
0: Uh, so, what's the experience so, going to be like for for visitors coming along um, to this festival?
7: Look, the whole idea is literally that you, it's a five-day, it's going to be a five-day festival, hopefully. Wow. Um, that's that's the, the idea, and we're hoping to you know, announce dates and things very, very, very soon. Um, but it truly, truly is going to be something for everyone. So if you like pop culture in its many, many facets, you will find something at Pop C Live that you're going to fall in love with. So you're going to have the, the amazing, you know, uh, Comic-Con style tropes that everyone loves from workshops, artist alleys, the best celebrities and artists, you know, um, the, the cinema area. We're going to have an, uh, a main stage with activities and music, and not just you know, uh, acts throughout the day, but we're going to have major international uh, opening and closing acts as well to make that music element something extremely special. So if you love music, maybe you're you're an R&B and hip hop fan, so you'll come for that. But then you can be treated to this beautiful other world that maybe you haven't been introduced to before. Um, so, like Arafat,
1: can, can I ask, can I ask you, Arafat, when you're talking about some, you know, celebrities coming, can you give us a little bit of an insight who you're trying to approach, just so we know?
7: Look, um, we, I, I'm a huge geek, as you can see. You know, <laughs> this is this is me. This is this is my work attire. This is what I wear at meetings, and we've been stuck at meetings all day. Um, so, I feel, you know. I have, especially with having done so many of these events over the last uh, decade as well, that we know what's hot. We know what's cool. We, we love the fans and, you know, we've been told for <laughs> years and years what they love. Um, so we're hoping that we're approaching some of the coolest people from some of the, the coolest recent shows and movies can I? I'll, I'll say that much, you know. <laughs> okay. So, so you're uh, not going to tell
1: me anything, basically.
7: Look, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, there's pop culture, right? And, and, and we know what's the, this sort of stuff we love. We love the we love the Marvel shows and movies, right? We we love the the Netflix pop culture shows and. and and the like, and, and there's there's so many, and then there's the the classic shows out there that people have loved, you know, that have 10, 15 seasons and stuff. So, uh, you know, the the geeks are going to start speculating after I've said this. They're like, "Ooh, yeah, what shows have ten bring? seasons?" I know, you know, it could be <laughs> X, Y, Z, the, but that's that's the only hints I'm giving at the moment. Hopefully, over the next couple of months, I can join you guys again and uh, let the let the fans yeah. know some of the amazing people that are going to be coming but look it's one of my... not just about celebrities it's not just about celebrities no, no. Well, i'll right. tell you
0: one of my favorite things uh, about the comic-con that you were involved with before uh was to see the the outfits uh, that people had put together uh, that they you know they what, what there's a word for it isn't it uh, it's not the anime cosplay yeah cosplay the cosplay show was just brilliant and i hope that is going to be part of it as well
7: Oh well, um, of course there's going to be cosplay. <laughs> it goes it goes without saying. Look, um, yeah, we're going to have a a. I'm going to, We're going to try and have the biggest cosplay competition because we're going to have something special uh, behind it. I mean, I want to definitely mention the esports festival we've tied up with uh, Galaxy Racer, which. Is an unbelievable partner to have when it comes to esports. And we are looking to have tournaments for Dota 2, League of Legends, PUBG, all these esports uh, multiplayer games that people absolutely adore all over the world. Um, but we're going to have them for the community. We're going to have a mega international uh, tournament as well. With some of the biggest esports teams in the world attending, with millions of theorems in prize money for both the international and uh, the local events. So it's gonna be something extremely special. For, for the gamers as well
0: okay A- A- Arafat uh, you've obviously not got the exact dates yet um, any idea where this is going to be happening and uh, roughly where we can follow you to you know make sure that we get our tickets once this uh, gets uh, all announced
7: well uh, they can um, fans can follow our site poppsy official so that's Popsy uh, official. Um, for 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 the latest information and also bookmark popc.com. That's our website, and it'll be live very soon with information and details. In terms of venue, it's going to be the the best venue (laughs) that's all i'm (laughs) going to say right now um and again it's we're going to have we're we're going to tease we're going to tease all of you and all the fans and we're going to drip feed this beautiful beautiful event and all the information and all the amazing details over the coming months because i'm telling you with with all the announcements we make um, people are going to be getting more and more excited. So we're going to be yep. coy and, and yeah, we're going to tease these things down.
1: Arafat, who, who are you going to dress up as on the, over those few days? Have you got your <laughs> costumes ready? Because you can tell you're so passionate about this.
7: I'm going to dress up as a really, really tired CEO uh, who's who's really happy to have seen this event come together and is looking forward to his vacation after a week.
0: Well, amazing, Arafat. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us and telling us uh, all about Pop C Live. Coming to town, that uh, amalgamation of uh, all the things that we love, whether it's comics, whether it's video games, or even some cosplay.